Hey guys, welcome to our podcast where it has to be said. I'm Denise. And I'm Haiti. So today I'm with my friend Haiti. We grew up in the church. Yeah. Um, and you know, we've both had similar stories, I guess. Yeah. Right? So um in episode one, I spoke about my beginning of, of when I became pregnant. Haiti actually became pregnant a year before me. She right. is a year older though. She wanted to copy me, guys. I get it. <laughs> No, so can kidding. you share a little bit about your experience? Because even though we were both within the same age range, yeah. it was different for both of us. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I guess I, I was 17 when I got pregnant. Um, I remember, man, it was difficult, right? Because you obviously you're so young and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're pregnant. How do you break it down to your parents? Like, you, you know, you're you're you go to church and you're like, oh, my God, what what is people going to think? school and all that but anyways um so yeah uh, it wasn't so easy for me to break it down to my parents because I grew up in a very like Christian and strict household so I remember I was terrified I told Achi you know listen I'm pregnant we were going through some rough patch then but I was like you know what I'm gonna give him the opportunity to either if he wants to stick around or not why not and so I you you were you wanted to have the baby well, I immediately knew I wanted to have the baby. I did not believe in anything else. And I was like, it's going to happen. And obviously, I don't know what was his expectation, whether he wanted to have it or not. But I told him and he was like, you know, let's have it and stuff. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so it wasn't easy because we didn't tell my parents right away. Actually, my mom ended up finding out because she found the prenatal vitamin in the kitchen one time. <laughs> And, you know, I thought I could get away with it for a while. <laughs> oh and then, God. you know, my mom was like, Haiti, what is this? Like, obviously, my mom knows what that is, right? And I was like, oh, I don't know, Ma, I don't know. She's like, anyway, she didn't say anything. I remember we were in the kitchen. My dad was in the living room. And I guess he was, like, overhearing the conversation. And I guess at some point they got together and they were like, oh, I think we need to have a conversation with Haiti because this is kind of weird. They sat me down in the room and, oh, my God, of course... I didn't even say the words I was pregnant. I just started boohoo crying. And <laughs> of course, my mom knew immediately that I, that obviously I was pregnant. And she started crying. And it was just like so emotional. But that's kind of like how I had to break it down because I was so scared to tell them. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I was so scared at first because I was like, oh, my God, like my dad is going to freaking kill me. You know, I don't know what to do. And But he was they were very supportive. And I'm so grateful for that because despite the fact that, um, you know, we I grew up in a Christian household and I didn't. I was like, oh, my God, how they're going to react. They actually reacted very supportive. And I'm so grateful for that because it kind of just helped me throughout my whole experience as a mom being so young. So that's where it started. <laughs> it was crazy. It was a crazy one. And then obviously then we told Ashi's family and, you know, maybe they had a little bit different of uh, they had a different idea. But we were I knew I wanted to have this baby. And so. We had it, you know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't an option for you. Like this was For me, it wasn't an option. Obviously, for him, it was like, listen, you don't need to stick around if you don't want to because, obviously, this is... I don't want it to be where you feel like you have to stay with me because we have a kid. This is... You, you could stay or you could go. Either way, I'm still having my baby, right? And, you know, he decided to stay. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, I was grateful because I had a little bit of a support from him, but it wasn't an easy journey, you yeah. know? Definitely wasn't because at least I was ready for it. I think, you know, for a woman, it's like the minute you find out, I think you're like, okay, 
this is happening. But for uh, for a man, it's a little bit different because they're not the one who actually have to go through the physical thing, right? Mm -hmm. They're more like, okay, whatever. I'm going to be a dad, I guess, you know? It is what it is, but nothing, nothing physically changes. Nothing for them. physically changes. I mean, I had to go to school with a belly, yep. so like, at one point, of course, I was ashamed of myself because I was like, oh my god, like, of course, like now you have people staring at you, now you have people thinking like, oh, she's just one of the other ones, and it's like you're put into this box where people already like think that this is how you're gonna turn out to be. Yep, you're a statistic. A statistics, right? And it's like you know, like of course, at some point, you're like. What am I doing? What am I doing? But I did it. I don't care. My parents were supportive. As long as they had, I had their support, I was good. And I think at church, too, I kind of got a little ashamed because I was like, oh, my God, people, they're going to be like, what are they going to think of me? You know, mm -hmm. like, I'm the daughter of Edgar and Donna. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, so I think I, from what I remember, I stopped going to church throughout my pregnancy. Maybe I went there like maybe once or twice, but I really stopped going. And even after I gave birth to Jaden... Um, I did stop going to church just because I was a little ashamed of, you know, being a teen mom and all that. But um, it is what it is, right? Which is crazy because, you know, um, but I think it might also tie into because Elvis and I, we immediately made the decision to get married, right? right? You didn't make that decision right away. No, and I think part of the decision why we didn't decide to get married was because you know when you're told to do something and you as a as a young kid, you're like, no, you want to do the opposite? We were kind of told that that was expected of us. So my dad was like, I'm okay if you, do, if you don't want to do it. Like, I'm telling you right now, I'm okay if you don't want to. So I was like, all right. If my father felt that it wasn't right for me to do it, um, you know, I respected that. And, you know, coming from him, I was like, okay, maybe he, he knows something. Maybe it's not going to work out. And we, did we didn't decide to get married right away. We actually decided to get married once we were already moved in because that was another thing. We weren't even living together. Like, you know, it was so different. Like he mm -hmm. was still living with his parents. I was still living with my parents and it didn't and it almost took almost two years for us to actually move wow. into our own place. So imagine us like being husband and wife. We can't even like live alone. Yeah, it didn't we had even to, make sense. Like it didn't make sense. And it was so like it was so difficult. So obviously we made the decision to get married once we were already living together. And that wasn't until we were already, I was already 21 when I made the decision, okay, I think it's time. Because one of the things important to me was like, I wanted to be proactive at church. And I knew in order for me to do that, I had to do what was right, right? And I, and I, to get married. So I, and again, I was like, you want to do it? You sure? Because you don't have to. I never want to force you to do anything you don't mm -hmm. want. He's like, no, we're already living together. We already have a kid together. Let's do it. So we got married. And I don't, I mean... I think at the beginning it was fine. It wasn't like, oh my God, we're married because we were already living together. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like, all right, that's just a paper that says you and I are married yeah. legally, right? <laughs> so it, it started off good because we were kind of in that like honeymoon mm -hmm. stage. But then, like, I don't know, it, it got rocky, you know? We were young and it, I guess we were just learning how to live together and now we were married to each other. So it felt like, there was like that thing that mm -hmm. was like, okay, we have to make this work regardless because we're married now. And I got to just walk away from you and that's it. I can't do yeah. that. So, you know, we went through our, our moments um, where at one point I think we, we I, I decided that I think it was best for us to even get divorced, to be honest. Because it just, it, it got really difficult, you know. Like it was one thing for you to know somebody 
from the outside and it's another thing for you to live with this person mm-hmm. and get to know everything about them, their habits and everything. And I came to realize after we were living together, like, he was so opposite of me. (laughs) He was so opposite. I was like, dude, you pretended to be this good person at first. And I was so in love with you. And I fell with that version of you. And now we're living together. And it's like, you know, now I'm getting to see who you really are. And it was like, it was kind of like, I felt like, I don't know. I felt like I was getting played, you know, like I had this version and I thought this is what I had committed to. And then now you're here showing me who you truly are. And it's totally what I not expected, right? Mm-hmm. So that's when the problem started. All the, um, you know, marital issues started because obviously to me this was something serious, you know. I had committed to be with you. And to him it was like, again, it was like, I don't think he took it as serious yeah. as I did. That's how I felt too with Elvis. Is like, you know, we were still, we stood at the church. But right. I think... You know, now listening to Haiti, I'm like, we probably stood more at the church because we immediately got married. So yeah. kind of, even though while even though we still felt some shame and guilt for, in our mind, it was like, oh, we got married. So it was like, it almost felt like we rectified what we did. Right, by getting so married. it was like, okay, I can, I can still be present. But then it was like, you know, I feel like what you said earlier, like, I feel like as women sometimes... When we commit to something, we we really, we really commit, do, yeah. right? So even when we find out we're we're gonna be a mother, whether we're ready for it or not, it's like we automatically take that nurturing right. ability, and we're like, you know, we're gonna take this role, and we're kind of ready for it, yeah. Because we that's what we're right. We're told that our body you is made feel for this it. baby inside yeah. you, so if it, it feels real, you know what I mean. As to them, they don't have to carry uh-huh. that physical thing, and so to them is, I guess when they decide to mature, I guess. Yep. For me, it hasn't... Like, I think for him, it's taking him way longer than... <laughs> it's, it, they take them way longer. I mean... I don't, even have, then I don't I have the data, but... I mean, we're in our 30s, and I still look at him like, dude, like, seriously? <laughs> like, when you're gonna grow up? <laughs> Get it together, man. I mean, two years later and still... Yeah. I mean, two kids later and still, you know? But, yeah, it's like what you were saying. So I think a lot of it had to do with... um, I don't know if... I made the right choice to kind of wait, but for me in that moment, it felt it was right. And I don't know if because of that, I felt like we weren't blessed, you know, because we we welcomed this baby outside of a marriage, you know. And, you know, you have all these things that people have. They, they have all these sayings that if you bring a baby outside of marriage, you know, like, it's just not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's just they don't come into a, a blessful environment yeah. and stuff. But I guess, I don't know, because of that. Um, it wasn't so easy or so or so good to us, you know, and it, we we definitely had to go through a lot of rough patches. Um, so do you feel like is, you know, everything you've experienced and what you know, do you feel like there's there might be better times to make a decision of having a kid or even getting married? I think so, because obviously nobody wants to get married at 17. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure you that no. wasn't something you were thinking like, I have to get married at 17. You know, you're so mm-hmm. young. There's other things that you want to finish. And it to me, I was like, okay, I don't think it's for me. It was right at that moment. Mm-hmm. And neither was for him because he was just, you know, I don't think he was taking <laughs> it serious at this point. He was like, yeah, he was just going with the flow. And I was like, okay, but this is serious, yeah. you know? It's a big commitment. And I think now in, in, in this time, it's like, I feel like I see more people taking more serious the marriage commitment than before. Like before it was kind of like, 
either financial. There was some kind of gain, but it's right. like when there is no money, when there, the difficulties come, are you willing to still commit to that person? Right, right. And that's where it gets difficult because you kind of, I mean, you're kind of just jump into this mm-hmm. without no experience. You're still learning how to be a, a like, you know, you're a teen and there's a lot of things going on with you. So it's like, okay, now you have to have this whole, like, you have to be an adult, basically. You know, mm-hmm. at only 17, I have to do things that probably, you know, somebody in their 30s are doing, which is where I am now. So it's like, that's a lot for you to take in. Yeah, all at once. All at once. And I think I took it the hardest because I was, like I said before, I was really committed to making this work. But, you know, he wasn't in that same headspace as I was. And that one, that's what made it a lot difficult. Um, like I said, we did, at one point, I it was like, I think it's best for us to go our separate ways. And we did go our separate ways because I, I just couldn't pretend anymore that things were good between him and mm-hmm. I, you know, because I did see that he wasn't kind of like okay with the things we were doing. Like I, I wanted to be in church. That was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But I felt like he was just kind of like doing it because he wanted to be with me. And it wasn't because it really it, it was really something he wanted to truly do. And I think that's what created a lot of problems with us, because, like I said, I wanted to do things right. And he was just kind of still living his own world and we couldn't live two separate worlds. Yeah, it was either the this, Bible says it, too. Like you can't have you go to see why, because it's you, impossible to you to mix. Right. You can. It's it's you really can. And so that's what really dragged me to make the decision to, for us to separate, which we did. We separated for, I think, almost three years. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. We did. We ended up separate. We live completely separate lives, you know? And I've been very private about my life, so yeah. I never kind of made We it. didn't even want to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> like- and it ended up, talking, I mean, I ended up talking about it. But yeah, I mean, I never said anything to anyone. If you noticed it, you noticed it. But it wasn't like, oh my God, look. I'm single, you know, mm-hmm. we're separated because that's just that's how I've always been. I've very been private with myself. But we end up separating and, you know, he ended up living his life. I end up living my life. I was very focused on my career, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to accomplish. And I was able to accomplish a lot during that time. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, but it was still like, OK, what are we doing? Because we're separated, but we're still living in the same house. And it's like. It doesn't help for you to... It was like a situationship you had there. Yeah, like there was definitely a situation there because it's like, you know, you're doing your thing and I'm doing my thing and I don't think it's right for our son to see that because he was in the middle of all this, you know? Mm -hmm. Like he came from having his mom and her dad together and now we're just... He's living his his own life and I'm living my life and we come home, but it wasn't a home to us. He was just like, this is kind of like where we would sleep for the day or whatever, but it, it didn't feel like a home. And I know it affected Jaden a lot because obviously during that time is, you know, he was almost becoming a pre-teenager and it was like, he's like, oh my God, like my parents are not, you know, together. Yeah. And, um, but yeah. Uh, what made you switch then? Like what, cause you know, there's always a turning point in relationship, right? It's either that turning point where we're going to continue our separate ways right. or we're going to try to make it work. What, what do you think? helped bring you there i think for us it was one our son kind of just you know he kind of found a way how to bring us together and i think at the same time i think when we had that conversation as to like okay do we want to really continue to live this life because if we do then we have to really divorce okay we mm-hmm. can't continue to live this you Doing know the, us. yeah this double thing and it 
we're not going to be together. I think it's best we go our separate ways for good and make it official. And it was kind of like he wasn't ready to let me go, I guess. And I think I maybe wasn't ready either because, listen, it's scary out there, you know, (laughs) to put yourself out there. And all I've known was to be his wife. And all I know is to be someone's significant other, Mm -hmm. you know. And when I did try to put myself out there, I was like, oh, this is not for me. You know, I don't think I don't think this is for me. I'm an old soul. Like, I want to be, I want to grow old with somebody. I don't want to be with somebody. And, when and they, you had that example. Yeah, like. I, so I, it's like you saw that at home. You, you were with mom and dad. Yeah, and I grew up with my mom and dad. And, of course, that's what I wanted to continue to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to be able to. And it's so crazy because, right, you, you have your mom and your dad and you have that example. And you want it so badly for yourself. And is when you want it so badly that sometimes it doesn't end up working the way you think it could, you mm-hmm. know, because either the other person didn't have that proper example or didn't think it was what it, what they wanted in that moment. But for me, it was like, I want this so bad. And why is it that now that I have it? Because I remember when him and I were in high school, we we're like, yeah, I want to have babies with you one day. I want to get married with You're you. The best me. Thing ever. You're, you, he would do those little like love letters. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if that was. Like, I used to get letters. He, he used to draw us having babies, and I'm like, oh my god, look at this! <laughs> this, this guy is so funny. And you know, it ended up happening. We end up getting married. We ended mm-hmm. up together. We ended up having a baby. And now that we have it, is it feels like it's not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, he was still like in that little mentality where he was like, I don't think I'm ready to commit 100% because I don't think he knew what he was getting himself into. Yeah. You know? I think that sometimes we we can meet the person that's meant for us, but sometimes it's kind of the, the wrong time. Yeah. And because think, it's so much growth that's required individually yeah. to be with somebody. I think sometimes we go into relationships expecting this person to make us happy and, and, and live this full life, which is good, but... We need to learn how to be whole in ourselves. Exactly. And then we have different backgrounds and different lifestyles. So that affects how you interact. Because if you've never seen a, a, a man respect your mom or you never seen, um, you know, a, 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 a solid home. A stable, yeah. You wouldn't know how to treat what, you, what, you, right. what you're creating. And although he does come from a family that obviously his mom and dad are married and they've been married for a long time. But it's just, I think... To him, it was in like, it was something that he was planning. Obviously, you're not planning this at 17, right? Yeah. And even later in life, you're still not planning this. And so, even though for me it was like, okay, I guess I have to, I have to now do all these things. But I was kind of like, I have the example. I learned it. So now, obviously, now I want to do it with my own family. Now that I have it. But like I said, it was because we come from like different backgrounds. You know, I grew up in church. He didn't. You know, and I felt like at the beginning, yeah, he was doing it because it was kind of like a chase for him. Oh, you know, something different, something new. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually have to work for this girl, you know what I mean? To get her yeah. to get her attention. So I think he was excited about that. Once we got into everything, we always talked when we were kids, we were young. It's like, oh, this is this is harder than what you, you think, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of acceptance. There's a lot of understanding that ha- that goes into a marriage. I don't think he was ready for all that, you know, like... It's different. It's different. You you kind of just you know saying this before, and then now you have it, and it's like you got to put in the work now because marriage is not a joke. Listen, marriage marriage is not made for the weak. It's not. I'm sorry, but I mean, you've been married for a long time now, yeah, right? It's not. It's not. You have to put in a lot. You know. And there's different things you're gonna go through, right? So like for me, when we spoke, Elvis and I, 
Um, you know, you not you might not go through things of infidelity, but there's gonna be financial issues. Right. There's gonna be health issues. There's gonna be so many different things you're gonna have to go through. That's really gonna make you question, like, right. am I really committed to this person? To what degree am I committed, and how much am I willing to put in work? Right. Because everything, everything costs. And imagine having to experience all that infidelity, yeah. health. And money, you know, because obviously we're, we're not, we're young. We, we didn't, like, I, I didn't have a We career. didn't have our money together. I didn't have anything in my bank. I didn't even, I didn't have a bank account. I, I, my first bank, it was like, when I started college, I was like, I got my first Chase College. And then, it, I mean, that's when I got my first yep. bank account. And we didn't have anything. And then also, like, yep. you know, guys, I guess, they see someone a little yeah. bit more attractive out there yeah. and you know they they just go with i mean they're just biologically i guess made that yeah. way sometimes and we had infidelity issues um which also was were a lot of the reasons why it kind of dragged me to the point where i was like i can't do this anymore because i you know like you get tired of it you know the fact that you have to go through people's phone and like you just don't trust this person anymore mm -hmm. and you know even Part of the reason why I also left church was because there was, you know, an occasion with him and another girl in church. And it was like, what's up with these girls? At church, I don't know what's going on. But anyways, it was just like, <laughs> like, really? Like, this yeah. is church. You know what I mean? Like, It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. This is a space where you brought him to find Jesus. And, you know, and we built a family together. Uh -huh. And now you all here trying to, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in his head, you know. And it was just like. It was just like one of those things. It's like you know what? I don't. I don't think I want to continue. And I stopped going to church for a long time. Yeah, you came back at one point, and then you kind of went hiatus again. I remember. And then I because of that, because it's like you wherever you go, it's like my goodness, you can't even like. Did you ever feel like? Were you ever angry at God at any point, like in this process? I was a little angry, and the reason why was because I was doing. All this, I thought I was doing the right thing and I was trying to, you know, I got married even though at some point I felt like I wasn't ready even though I was already in my 20s. Mm -hmm. But I just didn't think he was ready. Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know what? Because I want to be proactive in church and I want to participate, this had to be done. So I was like, I put, I did so much to kind of like, you know, to do the right thing. And it wasn't like God was... You know, making things like, work for me. It's like you're expecting that God is supposed to like make it everything work for mm -hmm. you because you're doing the right thing. But I, I mean, you have to go through these things. Yeah. I'm pretty sure every other um, marriage goes through this thing. But for you to go through it at a, such a young age, it's even more like yeah. trauma traumatic. Yeah, yeah, it is a trauma. You know, I'm it's guaranteed like, <laughs> that is a trauma. <laughs> it's like you don't even. I mean, if if it, if when it goes that bad, and you know. Like I did, I went my separate, we went our separate ways and I tried to look for that elsewhere and it wasn't, it wasn't easy to find it, you yeah. know, because I don't know, things are different out there now. And I think ideally when you connect with somebody else, everyone wants the same thing. Yeah. Everyone ends up wanting the same thing. And then even if you meet someone else, it's going to be still some conflict. There's going to be something you're not going to like about that person. Right. Like, it's always something. It's like starting all over again. And it's like, I think that was one of the reasons that also I was like, you know what? If I'm going to have to start this all over again, might as well deal with what I have. Because I already know him. Yeah. You know? So it was, I mean, it wasn't easy at first because we, I had so much um, anger towards him because of what he had done to me. And like, you know, I resented him 
I think I still have a little bit of that, which is something I'm still working. Yeah. Because it's a process, guys. It is definitely a process, you know. Um, because I was emotionally hurt, you know. That was me and Elvis for a few years. I was emotionally I would, hurt. I would bring it up. I would sometimes... Yeah. Like, you could be chilling and having a good time, but then you still... Re- you, all of a sudden, you remember... Oh, but this and that, and you would bring stuff like uh-huh. that, and that was me. And, you know, he would be like, I thought you would let that go. And I was like, it, it's easy for you guys because you guys don't experience that. But I'm pretty sure if they probably did experience that, they would be Listen. like... They wouldn't even be with us at this point. No, they say... <laughs> I'd be bringing it up to people be like, oh, I would still be... I was like, Listen, no. if you had receipts with your ego? <laughs> of stuff that I did... Screenshots and everything... Like, <laughs> would be like deuces bye they wouldn't so, be able to handle it they can they, they don't expect it from us and they're equal too uh-huh. i mean it's as like, men you yeah. know like god forbid they do this to me you know what i mean like, oh, she would never do that to right? me i'm the best like boy, but, bye. but we can right we could try to make it work we could try to put in the work and i think that was my turning point where i was like okay listen either we really go our separate ways officially or we try to make this work you know um Obviously, our kid wanted us together. Yeah. I, he had left that house. And I remember one day I woke up and he was on my couch. And I was like, why did you? Who? Why is your dad here? He's like, I let him in. <laughs> you know, he said he needed a place to crash. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's how it started. You yeah. know, he, he came back home and we were we started going out. We started doing family things. And I remember it was like going out to dinner on the weekends with with Jada. And that kind of just bonded us together mm-hmm. again. So it was like starting over in a sense. It was literally like starting all over, but it was a little bit different because I still had that pain. Mm -hmm. I I still, you know, I was like, we would be okay. And then it would just like little flashes would come to me and it would be like the anxiety of getting cheated again. And like you doing this to me again. I didn't want to go through it again. I was like, I already, I was tired already. You know, I felt I deserved better. Right. And so, yeah, it felt like we were starting all over again. And I mean, fast forward, I think 18 years later, you know, we decided to give each other a chance and we ended up getting pregnant again. And I mean, that was a, that's another story. That's a whole, that's a whole nother that was story. A that one's going to have me with a napkin over here. Because <laughs> that one, listen, that one really gets me. Um, <laughs> it's your story. I mean, you. I feel like things happen and it, and it hurts. Yeah. And it's hard, but they make you so much stronger and into the amazing person you are. And yeah. like you've you've I've seen you grow because even though you've been in and out of the church, we've seen each other grow. We have. I mean, we're so complete different people. We know each other. I was six when I met you. Yeah. You were probably five at that yep. time. So yes, I, I we I think we weren't like right there in our in each other's life, but yeah. we were always Yeah, keep like track we have each been, other. You know, it's not like we're besties all the yeah. time, but Haley knows I would reach out. I do what I can. I think yeah. sometimes, you know, as you get older and life hits you, all these things happen. Right. You kind of go into your, your own circle. Your own separate. Because you think you're the only one going through it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you, you're you kind of like, okay, like, I'm kind of ashamed that I'm going through all this. And it just feels like you're just there in your circle alone. Which is crazy because had we talked to each other more... We would we were actually going <laughs> we through this, would've... I think we would have either find a better solution there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we would have been like woman empowerment. We're out. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we probably would have even been sitting here right now. <laughs> but it's crazy, like, to think that people can go through things so much and then it's like with so many people in the world, we still feel like we have to go through it alone. It does. And I I mean being teen moms, I'm pretty sure it was kind of alone for you because I lost a lot of my friends. Yeah, I isolated myself for some. I admit and that I kind of I separated, yeah. but also 
it kind of becomes harder because then it's like, you know, I think you learn what kind of friends you have or, or the the friends that are fitting to you that season because that I still had friends that didn't mind coming over to the apartment instead of me going out because right. they're right. like, no, I'll see you and we'll see. I'll go visit the baby too. Yeah. So, you know, I, you appreciate the, those friendships that, that stick around. Yeah. And understand that your life's changed. Unfortunately, I can't say that, you know, really? but I'm so grateful to have the friends I have now though yeah. because... They've accepted me as a mom, and so they learned to, like, you know, they've always known Haiti mm -hmm. the mom, you know? Yeah. And they did, my friend now, you know, she got to know me a little bit of the little wild Haiti, because I did go through a little <laughs> wild, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little wild point. So, you know, like, obviously, like, it was okay with her, you know, like, Haiti's yeah. a mom at the end of the day. Like, if I couldn't do certain things, like, she'll understand. Mm -hmm. But we but, were also entitled to have fun. But we're entitled to have fun. Listen, those three years, you know, like, <laughs> it was his loss. Now I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, talking about um, us deciding to have another baby afterwards, Amy, and um, I remember we were um, at my parents' house, and my parents were like, oh, yeah, you should get, you know, you should do a pregnancy test. You should do a pregnancy test. Achi, you know, stepped out. He got the pregnancy test, and... Like, my, my grandma was there. My cousins were there. Everybody was there. I was like, okay. I took the pregnancy test, and it came out positive. And I was Crazy. like, oh, my God. I started crying. My dad was so happy. My mom was so happy, you know? Yeah, they were excited. They were excited. You know, it was different from, from the first time. And But, you know, when I went home that night, of course, I was like, oh, my God. This is, we're doing this all over again. And the 17-year-old girl came back, and I started questioning whether... It was the right time or not if but you know i was like okay you know i'm it's a it's a different time now i'm in my 30s i'm not that little girl anymore i'm better financially i have my own place already like what is there to be scared of mm -hmm. but it just it, it was still questioning myself and i remember one night i was watching tv and all of a sudden like i started panicking i got into this panic mode wow and i was like like, I called my parents and, you know, I started, like, crying hysterically. And they were, like, they freaked out. They rushed to the house and they were, like, what's going on? And I tell them, like, like I'm so scared. Like, I'm not ready wow. for this, you know? And they're, like, no, you got this. Everything is going to be okay. Everything, you know, happens for a reason. And anyways. Um, Which is crazy because... You had your first kid at 17. Yeah. Then years later, where you think is a good time to have it. years later, You're yeah. still like, am I, I am doing still, the right thing? Yeah, I'm still scared. And also part of it was because my marriage was still kind of in an icky place. Mm -hmm. We were still kind of working. Um, it You know, it's still a work in progress. But back even then, we were still kind of like... You were like in the healing phase. In the healing phase, yes. And, and so like, I didn't know if this, is, this was the right time for us to have another baby because... We were like, you know, still kind of like, are we doing this or not? Are yeah. we going to stay together or not? But anyways, um, so yeah, I, I end up, you know, we, we were excited. I was excited, even though, of course, I was kind of scared. And yeah. I remember I hit it from work. It took me three months to actually go tell my supervisor, like, I'm having a baby. Wow. And I was so private about it. And I don't know why was I private about it. But I think part of it was because I was kind of preparing for what was going to come next. And wow. yeah, I remember we were going, we were, I was halfway through my pregnancy. It was 19 weeks and we went to, we went for a regular ultrasound and, you know, they were checking to see how the baby was, whether she was measuring correctly or not. And 
the technician didn't say anything. She was so quiet. And um, when I did go into the office with the doctor, the doctor was like, listen, I don't want to scare you, but I do want to prepare you. Um, the baby, it's not measuring correctly. She's, you know, she's measuring a lot smaller than we, we anticipated. So we're going to, you know, we're going to um, send you to another specialist. And so this was in the city. Wow. My parents, I don't know, everything happens for a reason. My parents drove, my dad drove me that day. And my mom was with me. And um, so, yes, yeah, so I went to the appointment. Um, they did the ultrasound scan. Again, the technician was so quiet. Didn't I hate s- that they can't say anything. So but, it's like, you know, like I didn't, I'm not thinking that this could happen to me. You know, yeah. I'm thinking maybe this is just a little bump in the road, you know. And then, you know, the, the lady was like, oh, the doctor's going to come and tell you the results. I was like, okay, whatever. We're waiting. The doctor comes in. And I remember these words exactly like if it happened yesterday. She was like, listen, um, unfortunately, the baby doesn't have a heartbeat, right? Wow. And I was like, I like at first, I was like shocked. I was like, what? You serious? And my mom, she didn't hear it well. So I told her in Spanish and I told her, I was like, me dijeron que no tiene, la niña no tiene el corazón. And she's like, what? Like, you for real? And, you know, it was kind of like a shocking moment. I couldn't believe it. She started crying. I started crying. And it was just like, I was like, I don't think this is real. This moment felt so, so not real, yeah. you know? And um, I called Ati, I remember. He was at work. And I tell him, listen, they told me the baby doesn't have a heartbeat. And he was like, are you serious? Stop playing with me. I was wow. like, I'm not playing with you. And, you know, we have to tell, we, we, we broke it down to the family. Um, I don't know why. I think, of course, I think part of it, the reason why I was so private about it was because little did I know this was going to happen. I never did a pregnancy um, review or anything. Like, it was so quiet. Barely, only my closest family members knew I was like pregnant. few people know. Very few people and even few people at church knew I was pregnant. But, you know, um, it was it was difficult, you know, digesting that. Um, because I remember the beginning, I wasn't ready. I was scared. And now that I was ready, it's like, this is taken away from me. And, and part of me, like, uh, did, did want to question God, but I did, I didn't want to, because I was like, listen, everything happens for a reason. But my, the only thing that kind of helped me in that moment was my parents. Like, honestly, I'm so grateful for them because I didn't know what could have happened that day, but I don't know what would have happened if they weren't in there with me and my dad driving me to the city that day and my mom being with me in that moment just made a big difference because I could not imagine receiving that news by myself. And then having to go home. And having to go home and tell this to somebody or just having a shoulder to lean on. Mm-hmm. And I was grateful that I had my mom right next to me and I had that shoulder to lean on. And, you know, the the following days were a lot more difficult because it was the... It was the actual moment with the baby, you know, I had to remove, the, like, they had to remove the baby. And, you know, I wasn't ready to let her go. I couldn't believe it. And I remember the following appointment was the first step to remove, to do the procedure to remove the baby. Wow. And my mom was there again, again. I, like, I'm grateful she was there by my side. 
And Donna's the best, yo. I swear. I, I, <laughs> mommy, if you're listening to this, Daddy, thank you so much because I don't know what I would do without you guys. You guys have been with me in the most difficult moments of my life. You've been my biggest supporter. And so that day, um, I remember telling the doctors who was doing the procedure, I was like, can you please do one last ultrasound? Like, I wow. believe in miracles. My mom, too, she was like, yes, please, like, do one last. You know, we've been praying and we believe in miracles and we believe that, you know, God can do something right now. And again, the lady, the doctor was like, there's no heartbeat. Look, she, wow. there's no movements. And in that moment, I was like, okay, this is it. I got it. got to let go. And and then the next day, um, it was the second step for it. And that's where they put me to sleep. And, you know, don't remember what happened. Obviously, I was asleep. And waking up in that hospital bed was difficult because, you know, I went in with a baby in my belly, wow. and then I went out, no baby. And a part of me was just taken away, you know? I It made me feel empty inside. And for a while, I felt empty inside. It almost felt like there was a void, right? Obviously, to me, you know, your you baby. You were carrying You the were baby. carrying life, and all of a sudden, you don't. And, you know, I had to learn to um, hold myself with God. Because I knew this was the only way I could get through it with God. And also my family who didn't let me go home. They actually was like, you're going to be, you're going to stay with us for a week at least. Because I think you need us at this moment. And, and they were right. Because wow. if I would have gone home. You stuck longer than a week though, right? Went after with them? No, a week. It was actually a week because I had to go to work the following week. And I remember, um, yeah, it I was there with them, and they took care of me like a little baby. I slept next to my mom. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, kicked daddy out. But, you know, like, that that meant so much to me because I needed them. Although, here, you know, here again, I felt like, oh, you know, I'm a big girl. I got this. No, like, I needed them, and that helped me a lot because, God forbid, I would have gone home. I would have been overthinking it. I would have, you know, just dragged myself mm -hmm. into, like, to why, a dark, why dark to a dark place. place, and I didn't want to go there, right? And like I said, again, I think my only way that I knew that I can get better and heal from this tough moment was God, you know, and that's when I decided this is this, you know, I have to better my relationship with him. And fast forward, you know, two months later, we find out we're pregnant again and we're having another little girl. Wow. And I was like, wow, you know, this is this is God right here. What are the odds for you to lose a little girl and now have another little girl? And my goodness, was it the happiest day of my life? But again, I was scared, you know, having to go through this again. And I think halfway through the pregnancy was the scariest one because I lost the first, the second baby halfway through. Mm -hmm. And when it got to those 20 weeks, I was like, oh, my God. Like, it wasn't like I was expecting something bad to happen, but it was kind of like... You can't forget. It was It was it's like something it was bad going to happen. It yeah, was it recent. had just recently happened. And I remember, like, I would call my mom and be like, Mommy, like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm so scared. She's like, Haiti, tienes que tener fe. Remember, ya Dios dijo que todo va a salir bien. And I was like, you're right, Mommy. But, you know, the human person, yep. I'm human. So I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm so scared of what can happen. And, you know, I'm so grateful I got to have my little girl, my rainbow baby. She has brought so much light and She's so much happiness, you know. 
Of course, she doesn't replace the baby I lost because I always think about the what if, you know, that baby would have been a year next month. And, you know, it just can't. No, it does. She's always she's, Mm -hmm. you know, she's always in my mind. She's still your baby. She's still my little baby. And I know one day um, I hope to get to heaven. I hope to meet her. Right. But I'm so grateful for what I have now. It's definitely been a journey. It's been a difficult one because I had to learn to lose and let go. But God said, I got something better for you. Wow. And he gave me back our little girl that we wanted always. And, you know, like I said, she has brought so much light and so much happiness into my life. And that little, that void that I felt has been filling up slowly and little by little. And, man, well, what would I do without God? You know, God is everything. Yeah. He's faithful. You just got to have faith. And I feel like in, in this process, you know, Anyone who goes through it, it's easy to question God. It's human, right? right? Like, we go through things that are going to question, like, is God real? Is God for me, right? Right. What did I do to deserve this? But you took a different approach that I'm sure you've had thoughts in your mind, but you still stood in church. Yeah. You know, there were other times in in life that we spoke earlier that you it pulled you away that you were like, I can't do this. And in something that was so difficult and, like, almost impossible to some to overcome you were able to stay there seeking god and and kind of cling on to him and i think that shows the strength and how much you know he loves you and you love him enough to say like i I gotta be faithful to you yeah no and let me tell you i did want to question but i didn't dare to say anything (laughs) but in my mind i was like why why this is happening you know yeah and i think Achi also took it hard because he did question God why this happened. You know, we were all excited about we're having a little girl, you know, so obviously the whole family was happy. And, you know, for him, it was like, why you did this to me? Yeah. But, you know, I told him everything happens for a reason. Maybe we needed to learn in that moment what it was like to lose something we wanted. But... You know, later on, God has something better for us. Wow. And he still repaid us by giving us another little girl, mm-hmm. you know. And yes, we're not going to forget the one we lost. But now we, you know, we look forward to to watching this little little girl grow and just be part of our little family. And I know that she comes with a purpose, you know, because I don't think if it was for that, I would probably be in church, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I that was kind of like a reason why it dragged me to stay. And no matter what, I was like, I'm going to hold myself to you, God, because you you have promises for me. And you said that you, you know, you were going to I was going to be able to see them through. And I've been able to, you know, wow. and I'm so grateful for that, honestly. And it's, it's bringing, I feel like, the family together, too, because Achi's been coming more. Yeah, he said he, he's been telling me about he wants to go sat on Sundays now. We've been asked. We've been telling Jaden too to come, you know, step by step, you know. But we're slowly going to get there, I know. And I know soon enough we'll have the whole family there like we yeah. used to back then. And I think it's like, you know, having this relationship with God is a relationship. Yeah. It, it's work and it's an experience that we have individually, right? So I can tell you how good at God is. Yeah. And I can tell you God is love. I can tell you all those things that are true, the things I've learned in the Bible. But it's not until you have those difficult moments and that those experiences experience, that you're just yeah. like, he is yeah. real. Yeah, because I tell my friends about it, and obviously they understand, but they don't kind of really understand the spiritual aspect mm-hmm. to it. And I tell them all the times, listen, I I could talk all day about how <laughs> wonderful is God. <laughs> yeah. But if God hasn't been that person in your life, you will never understand what I'm where I'm coming from. Yeah. 
So you have to really go through those difficult times to kind of make you, you know, just like realize there's no one else than God. Yeah. He's the only one that can give you everything you need and you want in that moment. Not in the moment that you want it sometimes, but he'll come through eventually yeah. when the time is right. Because everything works together for our good. Everything works. And whether, you just have to be patient. Yeah. Whether it's a month, two months, yeah. a year, it'll happen yeah. if you believe. Good things it. happen to those who wait, right? Yeah. So, it hurts and it sucks to it wait. Hurts. It but, is. But, you know, we're we're growing. You look glowy. And yeah, that's God, you know? <laughs> you look happy. Half I of this am. we didn't even want to talk about and you ended up bringing it right. forward. But nothing, no one can take away your story. Of course. No one takes away your experience. And the best way to show God is by sharing yeah. who we are and where we've come and how we've made it here. Right. And I hope if anyone out there is listening and is going through something like that, listen... God is there. He's real. He listens. So don't lose faith. I know it's difficult. And in that moment, you're like, nah, this is too too much. But he's there for you. So well, hold on to him. It was a good talk. And I thank you for being here. Yeah, it had to be said. Take care, guys. Bye, guys.